All right, so this is episode three, and uh, my co-host on this one is Rich, uh, a.k.a. Zach Mild, if you're yet. This episode is also the Yacht Rock Review Review, because we went and saw the Yacht Rock Review, and now we're reviewing it. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe on iTunes or uh, the RSS feed or, you know, however you subscribe to podcasts. Hopefully by the time this episode goes up, I will have all the technical concerns taken care of and everything will look all professional and whatnot. If you have any suggestions for topics, uh, music that you think is bad and you think that we should listen to it and tell other people why it's bad and they should feel bad if they listen to it, send your suggestions, inquiries, and of course hate mail to hatemail at yourmusicisbad.com. Send emails to it. I will receive them. But, uh, okay, now we'll start for real-ish. But, uh, so we're going to talk about, we went to see some shows two weeks ago now? When did this happen? I, I don't, don't remember. I don't know. It's New it's York, so, so time is an illusion. Yeah. <laughs> Lunchtime, doubly so. Um, okay, so we went to see the Yacht Rock Review. Uh, the I'm going to keep the background short, which is basically, if you haven't seen the, I guess you'd call it a web series, Yacht Rock, Go to YouTube, type in Yacht Rock HD. There's, like, a full playlist of the whole thing in, like, good quality. Uh, it was written by J.D. Riznar and I think Eric Falconer, although I always forget the other guy. Um, and it's really awesome. It, it is no small phenomenon. I, I believe the dudes in Toto sort of credited it for them still getting gigs. Yeah. Was, was how much this series did for the popularity of Yacht yeah, Rock. Yeah, it's one of those things where even though it was, you know, only popular online and it, I'm sure it didn't make anybody money... Uh, but it, it still had the significance that weirdly like looped around. And then I also consider it personally significant because it, it, it really changed my life. Yeah, no, it really actually got me into the music, to smooth music, to, real, to, to really, 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 really smooth, smooth music. music. And yeah, so you should go watch that and, you know, maybe we just change your life. Right. So, so the, the additional background people need is that it's not just like, we're like, Oh, we watched this and we're like, okay, you know, it'll be fun. Let's go to the, let's go to the Yacht Rock show. Like. This has been the prevailing joke for the last two years of my life. Yeah. So, so Kim Dilla, uh, some of you may know her. Uh, she was the singer in, in Guar for a minute. She she owns a clothing company, if you're unaware. It's called uh, Killa Custom Rockwear. So little shout out there, Kim and your clothing company. She made me a jacket. It is, is a, uh, my friend Peter had the brilliant idea, you know, how like metal dudes have, have, you know, their denim jackets with all their band patches. He was yeah. like, you need a Yacht Rock patch jacket. <laughs> yeah. And we were like, yes. And so I can't recall if it was Peter's idea or if it was Ken's idea, but someone was like, okay, get a seersucker blazer and, and a fix. <laughs> and so so Kim has the, the ability she can make patches. So it's not like, so, you know, because uh, I, I don't even know, did they make, did they ever make a doobies Doobie Brothers patch, like I don't know. I don't they certainly know. didn't make a Christopher Cross patch. I'm willing to bet money yeah, on that. Yeah. So she made patches for for Kenny Loggins, Christopher Cross, 
the Doobie Brothers, Steely Dan, Hall and Oates. And there's like an there's like a an anchor on the lapel and a captain's wheel on the shoulder. And then the back is the gigantic Toto <laughs> back patch, but on a captain's wheel. It, it's a, it's quite a sight to behold. So so I spent real money, <laughs> and so and someone spent their hard artisanal time <laughs> to create this jacket because I needed I needed to rep yacht rock that hard and and that you've been wearing it to a lot of oh, metal yeah, shows. I've been wearing it. I've been wearing it everywhere where <laughs> yeah. social convention is not important. Right. So basically anywhere that's not the office. <laughs> um. <laughs> And and, and I actually there's a there's a few good stories. I, I went to a, uh, I went to see Cleric back in October, and uh, I was buying Cleric merch. Right, I was I was buying a shirt because they their merch is super comfy. And also, if you haven't if you haven't heard Cleric, like the best touring band today, I would say is Mashuga, and then it's Cleric. Uh, we're actually gonna go see them later today. Imagine yes. that. But uh, so you know they they weren't at the booth yet because you know they just played their set and it and it was trey from you know mr bungle and and secret mm-hmm. chiefs he was working the table and so i i buy my merch from him and then he says to me he goes hey man it's not every day you see somebody repping hall and oats it's like that's pretty much all we've been listening to in the van <laughs> what? yeah yeah and i was like oh, i was like man. nice it's some it's some real smooth music that's awesome. And uh, yeah, the, the story actually gets way crazier, but uh, it's not relevant mm. to, to this. But look, I just want to say that that jacket and so by the transitive property Yacht Rock, it's, it's opened some doors and it's <laughs> taken me on some voyages, <laughs> some really smooth voyages. Uh, yeah. So so fast forward, uh, we've gradually been discovering that there are all these Yacht Rock cover or tribute acts depending on how you look at them uh and one of them was in new york the yacht rock review and i think they claim to be like the biggest one right don't they have some claim that they're like the number one you know um i i don't i don't know that for a fact but that's probably a claim that they can justify it could just be that they all have that claim i'm just getting used to seeing like (laughs) the number one yeah because they just assume they're the only one no because i well because i think like those guys we met at nam were like yeah we're the biggest yacht rock band in canada you know like like i think everybody's got their thing that was pleasure cruise right Uh, pleasure craft pleasure craft oh crap there's also a pleasure cruise i can't remember both i think like smooth cover bands but i also i think you're right it's pleasure craft i also started talking to that guy because of an article of clothing he had those crazy patched leather shoes that yeah, i was like yeah. what is that and then i wasn't even wearing the jacket and he was like <laughs> yacht rock and i'm like how do you know nice uh no but but so so right the yacht rock review so so that right. makes this this episode so is the this is the yacht rock review review yeah uh and which is interesting because i also came up with a new potential podcast segment uh, i don't have one ready for this one but in the future i will be doing the review review not to be confused with this particular review review but it will be me reviewing bad music reviews because they're all basically worthless because people who write about music are usually yeah not the people that should be writing about music yeah Yeah. and 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 at this point any any like commercial reviews are so lost in this weird world of like indie cred and like abstract music values that basically 
as soon as you learn about music, you're like, so that's all nonsense. And yeah. like some of it like makes some sense, but it's it's like all very intuitive and like it's like holistic music review. <laughs> it's like I really believe like, you know, like and, 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 and but then I also think that's where a lot of like the the whole like retro regressive rock regressive rock thing comes is from. all the rage i think the, yeah. the main thing you can tell from reading music reviews which is something i i rarely do uh but it's usually that these people don't know a lot of music or they don't yeah. know a lot of music that doesn't sound a lot like whatever the thing it is they're reviewing is yeah you know because they basically set out to tell everybody what the best symphonic blackened uh, folk metal album is and so you know the 10 people who are trying to figure that out they're like no but trust me what's the... what's your favorite one matt because i don't know that <laughs> i don't know that i have a favorite one uh frozen northern moon forest northern oh wait moon no it's a uh, uh, cold lake cold uh, lake Kel celtic wait, Fro wait, which sorry. Is, wait celtic frost before wait the, everyone what, on the what was the name of the black metal band that only plays the ice cream truck song <laughs> oh oh i forget <laughs> Or, or See, like I this said, is why honestly, I write though, down all my fake band names. Right. I don't think we actually, I don't know if we actually had a name, like a name for it. But the thing is, again, I think there are enough ice cream truck songs out there that you could put together. You an could album. put together. Well, especially because like many seminal metal albums were only like half an hour long. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Also, it would it would follow with a lot of classic black metal bands to make the one album and then do nothing for twenty years, <laughs> other than like, you know work at a supermarket in norway or something goes both ways yeah i wrote, I wrote that down <laughs> okay uh, related or just was it like so, note to self uh, goes both ways <laughs> no i'm surprised you don't remember that so what i do have i have, I have that note defilers but i don't think that's i mean yeah. you see the second note which is yeah, sounds like it would be related, be related but, but but i don't I don't remember why. See, I write, so I write a lot of notes to myself that later don't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. So anyway, so the Yacht Rock Review. So, so uh, you know, I go into something like this with a certain amount of... Uh, I sort of, you know, uh, curb my expectations, so to speak. Um, so I watched their little, like, trailer slash, you know, promotional clip on YouTube, and it seemed pretty decent. I mean, I could tell they weren't going to, like be busting out steely dan deep cuts and doing like crazy uh uh i forget the fucking guitar player's name uh you know like they're there, not gonna do there, kid charlemagne there were so many guitar players in steely dan you could probably literally name any guitar player that, that from the, the thing, 70s but like, and and I, like, he would be in steely none dan. of them are are popping into my mind but um there's a specific one but that whatever uh uh anyway so the they, they weren't gonna do anything crazy like that but there were a bunch of good legit yacht rock songs in that clip I, my assumption is they played them all at the end because we did not stay for the entire thing nor do i think we like i wouldn't have been able to wait for the good shit by the time it would have come on i would have been so annoyed with what we did see that i would have just yeah so curious. so spoiler alert spoiler we left alert. the show not even 45 minutes in yeah it was I think it was more than that though. I thought no, it was like an hour. No, we didn't. We didn't even like make an it. Hour. It just felt, it just like, felt no, like two no, because, hours. No, well, you have to remember, we showed up before they started playing. Oh, that's true. We showed we, up we, really early. We showed up early, which I probably actually had a better time before they went on. Yeah, because the crowd was hilarious. So, so this was a key component of of 
really understanding the experiences is we have to establish who it is that goes to this sort of thing. And, and there's two important points. The first important point is we were the youngest people there. And I have to preface that with, we, we are not young. Like, so, so we're at that age where someone might refer to us as young, but anyone who would do that is clearly older than us. <laughs> yes. No actual young person or no unbiased observer would think that we're young. Right. Granted, we do get occasionally mistaken for, or at least I get mistaken for somewhat younger, but once I clear that up, then it's like people understand that it the, is not young. The range, the range that I get, because I make everyone guess my age because I'm a jerk, <laughs> <laughs> and it's hilarious, except those two, where were they from? Denmark? Those girls from, oh, yeah. no, Amsterdam. These girls from Amsterdam at the Standard refused to guess my age they were adamant about it how it wasn't fun so whatever so except people from amsterdam they were not into really smooth music by the way they were not we asked uh so people who are not from amsterdam guess my age anywhere from 24 to 39 and before i cut my hair it was consistently people would would guess 24 that was a really common guess yeah um, which is, baffles me because I have gray hair, so I don't know why you would guess yeah. 24, but whatever. Yeah, yeah I, I get, guess at bars, people learn their powers of observation. Yeah, before I, before I had any amount of facial hair, I always got about 24 as well, and now I can push it to, like, late 20s usually, but I rarely get, like, over 30. Or if they think they're being, like, clearly like, oh, yeah, I bet you're 30. And I'm like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. See, if they guess if they guess young, I'm like, I must look pretty good. And if yeah, they guess old, no, I'm exactly. like, I must sound like I've done a lot of stuff. So yeah. it, there's no guess that offends me. Right. Exactly. But I don't know. Right now, if I actually amusing. get older, then I'm like, yeah, I'm looking, uh, I'm looking sophisticated these days. I'm, I look like I might have money. <laughs> yeah. I bought, I bought these clothes from the original retailer. <laughs> they, they were, these were not a thrift store buy because I have adult money what's what's the opposite of a thrift store other than obviously every other store stylist stylist yeah yeah i have one. Oh, okay yeah, yeah. it's pretty sweet yeah. oh, I, I think i gotta make an appointment all right she actually asked me to come in next week. i looked into some i forget the name of it and i don't want to promote it anyway but some new service where it was like you know we basically online stylist where we you know pick out stuff for you no, so but no, the thing I, I, realized, I know i know i know what that is first of all yeah and and actually my girl works for them oh, okay but the deal is you don't you don't let them do it online. Right. You can all, if you're, right, right. If no, you're like, in one oh, of the locations, York, you can just you go, can go. And then I'm like, oh, so it's it, basically just a stylist. Right, right. And, but the other thing I realized is I was like, but I don't actually, I like, I like the idea of like suggestions are basically like taking some of the work out. But then I was like, yeah, but like, there's like, here's like a box of stuff you could get. I'm like, I don't want that. I don't want, like, they're right. going to get it wrong. And so I should just do well, it myself. Right. Well, it's no, it's the CD club model, right? Right, so it, right. Where they send you something and it's too much of a hassle to send back. Mm. that you're just like screw it i'll pay yeah. for it no no that's a little and it that's a well, brilliant and, move on their part and you probably do get but like, i'm not i'm not that kind of mark. right but if you get if i mean if you do the idea is you basically have to train the stylist if you know what you're doing to some degree train the stylist to find the stuff that you will like and then ideally that could be a good relationship where they will just give you pieces that you will like well, eventually and no in no, that in but the thing is the speed of that right. is too slow through right. the mail like because yeah. i go and there's still I mean, I would say more than half the stuff they bring yeah. out. I'm like, no, I wouldn't wear this. Yeah. You know, it's, it's you right. know, it is a thing. But the anyway, yacht rock, yeah, the rock. smooth music. Well, and that's what I thought about doing because I looked at the one online. I'm like, can I just sign up for this and be like yacht rock, and then just be like, 
and like so they, just or just whenever they ask me a question i send a link to like a michael mcdonald video and then like that's how i respond is just in yacht rock and then they're like all right listen to this doobie song and then tell me which of those jackets you think right. i'm gonna wear come on well like, well to your point the 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 shirt and shorts so the shorts that i wear all the time and the shirt that i wore to the mermaid parade which yeah. is the most yacht rocking public event <laughs> yes. anywhere um I got when when my stylist she brought the stuff out and she goes, now I don't know this might be a little too Nantucket and I and I said <laughs> you can't get too Nantucket and which when you write that down or you say it sometimes people are like what do you mean you can't you can't travel to New Nantucket I'm <laughs> like no 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 there is no amount of Nantucket which is too much you can't get too you can't get too Nantucket. Nantucket. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so you, can. you just get on the uh, the Metro North, and but, but but I had a pretty amazing style. She's actually heading up her own thing in LA now. Oh, like nice. she, like nice. I don't know that they're all that yacht or that mm. in tune. So yeah. you know, well, you take your take your chances. But but the moral of the story is we're the youngest people at the show. Yes, and uh, it it was. Let's see. Uh, we I have the highlights of. Uh, well, it did feel like everyone there got a babysitter, uh, I think you said. Right. No, no, they, they, this was the vibe. Yeah. The vibe at the show was, we got a babysitter. It's, it, was a, it was a Saturday night. Yes. Right, so it was Saturday night, so they're like, they didn't have to be at work the next day, so they're like loading up on Bud Lights and, you know, being like, hey, remember when we used to go out? Like, it was yeah. totally... You know, reliving the glory days. And, and if for some reason you forgot your captain's hat, you could buy one at the show. Yeah, so this was this was genius on their part. So the show was super cheap, especially for a New York show. It was like the tickets were like fifteen bucks. After the charges, you know, but those you know, those don't those are all Ticketmaster, right? It was like twenty five. But the sh it was fifteen bucks. And then everyone would walk in and then there was sort of this peer pressure effect, I guess. <laughs> Because you saw like a sea of captains' hats, and so they sold captains' hats at the merch booth, and and that they were fifteen bucks. So they pretty much doubled their money because I think we were the only people there <laughs> not wearing captains' hats. Yeah, yeah, and that's not because we're not yacht. Yeah. It's just because we're next level yet. Like, captain's hat is the laziest way <laughs> right. to tell people that you're yacht because yeah. you're like, you know what? I didn't think about this at all. So I got a captain's hat. Yeah, it, it's yeah, uh, it's it's the equivalent of um, uh, the leather jacket for a metal dude. Or, yeah, or denim jacket. Yeah, totally. And the other thing, the other thing at the merch. So yeah, so there's a perfectly set up merch booth. Actually, all it's kinds more of, like the black T-shirt. <laughs> it's yeah. like the logo list black T-shirt. Right. So there's there's all kinds of other uh, yacht rock related merch. But another sort of you know uh, ill omen was the diet rock shirt. Oh, yeah. And I was like, no, it's not that you, you're not supposed to rock less. You're just supposed to rock smoother. Smooth. Yeah, yeah. And that shirt ain't That's smooth. the problem. And there's this fine line between like, like legit yacht rock and just like soft, easy are, listening. Matt, are, are you trying to claim that there is a true yacht rock? <laughs> yeah, no, we're <laughs> true Nantucket. True, true Nantucket. True yacht Nantucket rock. yacht rock. Okay, yes. you know, I was skeptical at first, right. but uh, now I'm convinced. Yeah, well, my upcoming album is going to be True Wisconsin Yacht Metal, but I think Yacht Rock, the truest, is definitely... I'm, I'm more like true, true Newport. True Newport. <laughs> true yeah. Newport. True yeah. Newport Yacht Metal. Nice. Or actually, like Yacht Techno. It's, it's more... <laughs> I've got this European dance influence oh, yeah. well, going on. Right, no, because what needs to happen is, uh, at some point, we're going to make a Yacht Rock album, 
and then we're going to do a hip-hop album that samples the Yacht Rock album, much like a lot of the new Jack Swing stuff did, most notably Regulate samples, uh, I keep forgetting, from Michael McDonald, which is in an episode of Yacht Rock. So again, if you haven't already watched the entire series, the entire series is shorter than a movie. The historical documents. Because, yes, the historical documents of Yacht Rock. You need to go watch the historical documents Every episode is five minutes. Uh, there's only really one or two, like slightly weaker. It's really good, like almost throughout. No, there, there, there's it's there's one watching. episode that's different. Yeah, and a lot of people don't think it's as good. Yeah. I'm one of those people. Yeah, I agree. But it's still worth watching. Right, and it's one of those things where, like, again, the way uh, Channel 101 works, uh, they probably just were like, well, because you have to, you, you do a new episode every month, and then if you get enough votes you get to do another one and so that you're like oh, i don't know what the fuck we're doing so this. right they're like i didn't sign and, on for this when they it, wrote the first right. one and the and, and the up. ratings dropped but like it was good enough that people were it's it was better won. than whatever else right it's still was, was won. Right. so they kept them going which is great because after that there were some fantastic episodes the last some one of my is, the last one is the last episode's amazing when christopher cross comes back the michael with the shutter shades the michael jackson where they have vincent price like <laughs> scare him <laughs> And uh, and it goes from like hard rock Eddie Van Halen Michael yeah. Jackson uh, to uh, you know human nature Michael Jackson. Uh, also, Yamo be there. Oh yeah, yeah. some Yamo of the be later there is fantastic. Yeah, the Yamo be there bit. The, That's also the, the Kevin Bacon the one. Christopher Cross with bit. cut foot loose. <laughs> yeah, those are all oh, it's so amazing, so amazing. All right, so back to the. Uh, Far less amazing yacht rock review. Yeah, so so here, here oh, so basically, uh, uh, we we finally came to the conclusion after a f okay. They did we did hear okay. Let me do those. The yeah, set tell list them, that tell we do them have. what we remember hearing. These are what we remember hearing. Hearing, and for some reason, we mostly remembered songs that start with S. Uh, Sarah Smile, they did, which is Hall Notes. That was literally and that is legit. The most yacht. Yeah, that song was the that most like heard. okay, they, good. They played Sarah Smile. They played Sarah Smile. They played Summer Breeze. Which is smooth, but it's it's on the fringe. It's like a little close. It's, it's legit, it's, but it's a little it's close. It's smooth, to... but it's it's very like I imagine not hang out on a boat. I imagine hang out in a van. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> dentist office, <laughs> no, but yeah. no, no. I imagine like like, like that '70s show. Like they're hanging out in a shagging wagon. Yeah, not it's not it's <laughs> yes. not. I mean, like that, and that's that's some chill stuff. But that's not. I'm not yeah. on my yacht. I'm I'm in somebody's shagging wagon, yeah. and my handlebar mustache is there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, my bell bottoms. They did Saturday in the Park, uh, Chicago. I'm not sure if that's the actual title of the song, but it's the one where they sing Saturday in the Park. Then uh, that is smooth, but like Chicago is one of like they're they're very briefly in the show because they like occasionally stumble into yacht rock territory, but they're really not like a yacht rock band. They're not true. They're not true. True yacht. True yacht. They're uh, not true north. And then Reelin' in the Years, which is a Steely Dan song, but it's like possibly the the least yacht Steely well, Dan so song. I, and you brought up a good point, which is that a lot of people take umbrage with Steely Dan being yacht because they're like, it's too proggy, whatever. Yeah. And, and they're legit prog yacht. Yeah. But yeah. man, it's so smooth. Yeah, it's so smooth. Yeah, you can't deny the Dan right of and, their yachtitude. And that was the that was my whole thing. Like that's how I got into all of it because it was a combination of the show Yacht Rock and then you know every five years some fucking like like not related. It could be a family member. It could be like a friend of a friend or some random musician. Somebody's just like 
yeah, but like Asia is the best Steely Dan album, and you got it. Like that's the, that shit, man. Is like what I'm like. What the fuck is with this fucking Asia album, which I called you know a jaw for like 15 years because I only saw it written on the internet. <laughs> or, or Asia, like that, like that place. Right, which is is what it's supposed to sound like, but it's written A J A. And so I was just like, what's with this Steely Dan Asia or a jaw album? And be like, what? And then I hear like Asia, and I'm like, what is this Asia album? I can't find it. I was like, oh, it's you're like I've heard Asia. What, what did they have to do with yeah, Steely what is, Dan? Like, uh, like heat of the moment what no that, that's with like uh steve Howe shit. like no so I, I yeah so i finally got uh asia and it was actually pretty fucking awesome and so i listened to the shit out of it for a while but uh yeah but that's why that's like that's always been my favorite yacht rock because it's the proggiest yacht rock yeah and and yeah it's it's pretty great but the point is the the yeah. only yacht song that we heard while we were there was sarah smile yeah and so the i think this is for me this sums up the show for me we were duped into paying to see a wedding band. Yes. It literally felt like, I mean, and, and even the in-between song banter, there was some, there was some D-level banter. Yeah. Where they were like, somebody's having a birthday out there. Yeah. Yeah. And they you're, literally, you're, what's your name? Jimmy or Re Rebecca? Yeah. Let's clap if you're. If you're having a birthday. Yeah. And and it was it was so awkward. It was literally it was wedding band. Uh, at one level point they literally around. did congratulate a couple. I don't remember if they said why, but they were like, and it's a special day for these two. And I was like, this isn't a wedding, right? Like we didn't somehow end up at somebody's <laughs> wedding. But it it was totally a yacht rock bait and switch. Yeah, there yeah, hook, line, and <laughs> hook, sinker. Hook, line and sinker. We we took the bait. Yeah, but the they were I mean they okay, so like you know, they were a pretty solid wedding band. Is just that if you tell me it's like a really good yacht rock cover band, it was not. Well, yeah, and if if you're gonna if you're gonna ask me what I want to do on a Saturday night in Manhattan, my yeah. my first response is not gonna be, you know, I I'd go for a good wedding band right about <laughs> now. Wedding I band. mean, I, and I, it's not even in my top twenty. Yeah. Like that's. Yeah. I, I, I'm not even interested in crashing a, a real wedding at this point. Like I'm, I'm, I'm too old for that. Yeah. And I was too, and I was too old, or maybe not old enough for the, yeah. like, for this band. Apparently, I don't know. So, in an attempt to retain our dignity, <laughs> despite the fact that I'm wearing a, a seersucker jacket with with the Steely Dan <laughs> and a Christopher Cross patch, uh, you know, we left. Yeah. Uh, but it, it was, yeah, it was, it was weird, man. It yeah. was definitely disappointing. Yeah, well, I think we were also hoping that because occasionally when you talk to people, talk to uh, younger people about the Yacht Rock and you actually explain what it is, they're like, oh, no, that's cool. I like that stuff because they're young enough to have missed the like decades of stigma where like <laughs> right. Steely Dan is your dad's favorite. And you're like, oh, it's like dad rock, right? I'm like, is your dad really cool and into like awesome, like, <laughs> like pseudo, pseudo jazz music? Like, what the fuck? You know? No, but, but I actually have met a couple people, though. That that is their they do think it's cool because yeah. their dad right like, no that's well yeah. again it's the whole like you know post ironic like well it's kind of we thought it was cheesy but like it's good but like but other, we've been spending so much time listening to it right, well and that's the thing is like but and yeah and now my thing the is the joke like, on right exactly so like the thing I, re I realize is like yeah even when people are like what the fuck then they're just going what the fuck and you're like dude this shit is smooth as fuck like, you should get in on this, this shit man smooth. you're missing out because like because I got a boat with somebody's name on it <laughs> yeah exactly so we did have another show to go to which was part of why we were like i don't think we're gonna like stick this out 
well, until they play the good shit. Yeah, so so randomly, um, I, I went to an event at the, the Guggenheim the night before, and uh, I met these kids, and they were like, you know, you should come to this, uh, you should come to this show tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, we're already going to this other show. And like, yeah, the, well, the band, you know, they're the headliner, they're really good, like, they're blowing, blowing up, up right now. Yeah, blowing see, up. they're like, it, I, I can't recall the exact thing, but it was in... They actually mentioned this during the show, though, because I mentioned this, and then they mentioned it during their set. Like, Britney Spears had just, like, tweeted or Facebooked, like, their video yeah. or whatever. And uh, and then they and then during the show, they also mentioned that they'd made the front page of Vivo that day. And so, like, these guys were getting... These guys were getting pushed, and it was one of these deals where, where we were like, okay, it's probably not our thing, but this is so disappointing. Like, yeah, it can't be any worse than this. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly and uh and and you know and i'm i'm trying to go like i will go to a show if i if you tell me a band is good i may not believe you when you say when you say you you well, don't okay, mean no, me I, personally no, right. i don't mean rich because, because i did actually not, no i did not say that the band was good no and because conversely i would believe you rich because if you tell me a band's good i believe you and i believe that therefore there are certain reasons that you think they're good and that are verifiable. But most people, if you tell me a band is good, I'm going to be like, so you like this band, huh? Uh, but I might go see them because I don't know, like I'm curious about what other people listen what, to. What the kids are into. What the, exactly. What What's the kids hot? Are into. What's hot now? And I really got, I really got a sense of that because uh, these guys are really nailing what the kids are into. And it was this weird. Okay. First of all, they're called the Ludlow thieves. We're not trying to like hide the name of the, band or whatever right that, um, that would Matt just give you the big reveal yeah the ludlow thieves yeah that's who they were right so if um, you want to go look them up yeah you can. you can look them up uh but apparently they were on the front page of so evo they so have, it shouldn't be hard to they find. have two videos on youtube and uh the thing i noticed is okay so the one that britney spears posted about part of the reason there was is they were so excited because i was like why are they okay let's find out why why britney spears all into this this doesn't seem like her thing either they're not like a they're a rock band they're a rock band straight ahead rock band but like with enough of there's a little hint of the uh the the sort of folky uh not right. like they have a violent they have an electric violinist electric so this violin. is important to sort of paint the yeah. picture they have no edge they're not a hard rock band like they're not this is not alice in chains or or pearl jam or something but it's also not smooth it's not like soft rock it's totally yeah. straight ahead like i don't know is it co was it college music I don't think it's college music because it's not no, alty enough. Yeah. It's too straightforward. It thinks it's more mature than that. Right. The, 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 there, there were no party rock songs. Yeah. They were all like, it seemed was, to be like, ser like about yeah. serious emotional issues, but right. it wasn't depressing. They were all like upbeat, yeah. straightforward I mean, songs. Right. I mean, I, none of the sort of lyrical content transferred because the fact that the way the guy sings every syllable has to be well, like, he really he wanted raspy. he really wanted to have that like whiskey scar yeah thing. well like so there's one of the videos on youtube uh is like the perfect I mean, we might listen to it at some point if we want or if we really feel like subjecting ourselves to it but uh i'm i'm okay with that okay like cool. i won't enjoy it but i'm not right. gonna like have it's a basically flashback. like all the songs sounded like that song and then the other one the one that britney spears shared is like the sort of ballad which basically means it sounds more like a Mumford song. It's more just like acoustic folksy rather than rock with weird folksiness thrown in. But that same sort of like, you know, what everything kind of sounds like right now, but but like somehow in a more rock band, but without still being too rock. 
Yeah. So so part of the other re- reason these guys weren't particularly hard rocking is they had no bass player. Yeah. So we, let's let's lay out the instrumentation. So uh, there was a guitar player uh, who had a bunch of different strats, but they were all strats. And apparently he wrote he wrote all the songs. And then there's two singers, the the, the aforementioned uh, whiskey scarred vocal dude, and then some very attractive woman. Then there was a uh, violin player, the electric violin player, a drummer, and then a like keyboardist who was playing the bass lines. Yeah. So so there was bass frequencies, but there was no yeah. like hard driving bass. Yeah. And and he was mostly using like a bass sound. I mean, sometimes yeah, he yeah. didn't. His, the, the, the patch was very right. attuned to being bassy. Right. But it wasn't like the Seinfeld intro. Right. Well, like, but it's, it's that's the problem because usually like crappy bass sounds on a keyboard they automatically don't have any punch to them. And so, yeah, it sounds like there's a bass, but if you listen closer, you sounds like, well, there's a shitty fake bass. But, uh, but so, yeah, so I actually think, like, the times when he used, like, an actual sound in the bass was way better, actually, than, like, faking the bass with his left hand. Yeah. Because his right hand wasn't doing anything that exciting either. Like, he really seemed like a pretty... Like straightforward, like rudiment kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, but they were a really straightforward band. Right. I mean, again, if the, he, everyone in the band he, is kind of the if, same. Yeah, like they they had varying levels of ability, but the, the violinist, uh, she was tight. The drummer was tight. Again, there there was yeah. no pyrotechnics, so it wasn't yeah. like I wouldn't be like, man, go take some lessons from these guys. Like yeah. like, but they did their their thing. Yeah. Those two had it down. I thought the keyboard player did fine. I think you and Beefcake had took I, a couple I felt of like, issues. Well, there was a few them. times where I felt like he was having rhythm issues and I could see him I mean partially he was doing the like 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 the the swaying back and forth keyboard move, but he was doing it like slightly off time. And so I was like, are you having trouble with the rhythm? But I mean he wasn't that bad. Like he was alright yeah. and there was no like glaring issue just other than it was again, you know fairly simple but again if that fits the music the uh the guitar player did like a few little like show-offy bits but they they were so bad right no but that's the okay it was a classic example of like guitar face you're like (laughs) you're like a pretty good guitar player for the kind of music you play and so like any amount of you know i would I, that you're being really generous no but like, but i've i've met I've, I've seen a lot of those guys because that's like the again that is almost a college thing where it's like if you can play an actual little solo here and there like you blow people's minds because so many people just don't even sure but 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 he was but i didn't feel that he was even good at the rhythm parts like i oh, thought no. he was well, well the rhythm was, parts were like were the same thing in every song right all the songs so this okay. is the other thing all the songs <laughs> okay. were the same they were all the same tempo <laughs> one of the last but, songs Okay, so the all, one of the last songs, he took out a mandolin and started to play what I swear is the exact same part he played on the previous song on guitar, but, but now on, on a, a mandolin. mandolin. And we were like, wait, what? Yeah, a lot, the, the, the structure of the rhythm parts yeah. all had, that, had the same kind of thing yeah. to them, too. It was, yeah. yeah, it was a lot of sameness. Yeah, so like... They, it, they found that formula, but though, right, man. It was this weird thing where I was like, I, I have to give them a certain amount of credit. I feel like, like they're... Like, they felt like they were really good at what they were doing. It's just that what they were doing is really mediocre. Right. Well, right here, and here's, here's, the, here's the other point we got to make. So we, so we showed up to the show not really knowing what time they were going to go on. Yeah. We had an okay idea. We show up, and there was the, we got there for the band before them, and there was no one there. And so we were yeah. kind of like, uh, maybe, this wasn't a, maybe this wasn't a good move. And, and, but then, like, 
three minutes before <laughs> these guys started, the place filled up. Yeah. So there were like everyone that was there was there to see that band. They yeah. were not there like to see a show, like maybe see some bands or whatever, drink yeah. at the bar. They were there to see that band because these guys were the headliners and no one showed up until right when they went on. And and they're really blown up right now. And they are really, <laughs> blown, really up. blown up. Right Britney now. Spears, I don't know if you heard, she yeah. just uh, she just tweeted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So so what Britney Spears shared was this, this video, which they played at the end, like towards the end of their. I think it was the, the last song they did. Yeah, they had a projection screen. Yeah. And the video is is like the guitar player whose band it is, uh, his grandparents who were at this show, uh, like it was like home videos of them throughout their entire relationship or whatever, which is great. But like, there's none of the band in the video. It's it's like 100. percent Well, the other thing is, it literally could have been anyone. Like there was, right, was nothing the I was like, to I indicate. I don't know who these people that are. There was a connection. Like I like I I literally could go on YouTube and like. <laughs> abscond someone's home, home movies and like make up some story and put sad music to it and you wouldn't know right and, th and that's kind of how i felt about this because i was like i like why do i care right like, i and was there was no connection and that was the thing and so britney spears shared that and i'm like why okay i'm curious why does why is britney spears of all people like this is really what i gotta get behind so i looked and it was like oh and it was precisely the same thing it was the, it was a good gimmick of like this, you know, well, I mean, gimmick of like this, you know, really personal, emotional, like genuine thing. But it turns out <laughs> that it's also the gimmick that gets Britney Spears to share it. But like no, no mention of the music. Like there's nothing about the song even. It was just like, this is so nice that they have all this footage of their relationship and it's really touching and blah, blah, blah. And you should watch it. But oh, like, yeah. And there nobody, music. right. Nobody is like, well, it's literally incidental music, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Literally. Yeah. And and so it, it, yeah, and it really just plays like it almost plays like oh nice video Wh whose song is that <laughs> like you know like 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 a family like you know video. In fact, my 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 family like my dad and my uncle make those kind of things for our family all the time. Like these like tribute videos of like oh it's so and so's sixtieth birthday so, or it's your wedding. So Matt so wins our uh, crappy rock band playing Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, well no that's the thing you, is like get me get so me some footage. The problem is I've been exposed to a lot of that type of video and like I guess fairly high quality. So even for what it was, I'm like, you know, this isn't a very good like uh, compilation of family videos at all even. So really it's not even you get So you were snobbing it on another no, level. No, I snobbed it on all kinds on of levels. On all levels. Well, and again, like but, but more than anything, one of my sort of like uh, I guess you could call it a pet peeve because it's like it doesn't affect me that if other people don't know how to like market themselves, but I occasionally am like when I see bands just do dumb stuff like again, there's no like cut in footage of the band or something <laughs> like you don't need to like take people to this other world where some couple that you don't know right he's growing old together high-fiving grandma at some point right, right? Like, again like or maybe shoot some new footage yeah with them there or right. something like tie it together like you know just, yeah, yeah. yeah so well, so there's an important detail that we left out though which which in your defense uh shows just how appropriate your your snobbery was this was at music hall of williamsburg Oh yeah. So so yeah. So snob ground yeah. zero, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. I think. It, although Williamsburg is sufficiently less or significantly less hipstery than it was. It yeah, it used to be. The days of art student cosplay parade are over. Like yeah. I was wearing, I was wearing that jacket, and I was the biggest asshole. 
I, it, yeah. and, and you know, I don't. I'm not sure how I felt about that. I mean, normally I'd feel great. But yeah, repping I, Yacht Rock after that show. Yeah, it, it felt really weird. It's well, yeah, it's rough because I, I that was the first time I also had like been to Brooklyn in a while and and saw like at like what I thought was going to be hipster central, and then it was like lawyers after lawyer. work <laughs> enjoying enjoying a nice cocktail. Enjoying some nice modern rock and roll music. New, New York is changing, but I mean that, that's kind of the thing. It's always changing. Yeah. But the um, no. The, but to their point, and and this is you know this is a point that I think is important to make. Tons of people came. They yeah. they literally they gave those people what they wanted. Yeah. They, so from a from a business standpoint, from a satisfying expectation standpoint, these guys spot on they had it together everyone there that wasn't us yeah was like <laughs> was like so, so and even like their somebody's parents showed up right yeah what do you well, think it was well, like well, you thought it was the guitar act, players pants well parents? no those grandparents were at that show oh i didn't see the grandparents because yeah, they, they called them out at some point I, I still had to like figure out half this retroactively online but like those were the grandparents from the video you did which the, means I'm they're still alive in the research department here which means they're still alive which is good because which, at first i was like is this video gonna end with them dying because that's gonna be sad gonna, it got dark real it's quick gonna get real sad it's gonna get no, real but they're, dark they, real they're alive quick. and they were there and they're his grandparents because the band is completely also he's like his girlfriend is the hot singer who yeah. only sings backup for 90 no, no, of the time she, for some no, she sang that one song yeah one song yeah, she, but she like, wasn't she wasn't very good though but again she was at the functional level of the band right that's the thing like, though she i felt like she was good enough to like at least do more than like raspy pants because like he was basically rasping up the parts where he would have had pitch issues yeah i mean everyone she just didn't have a gimmick to cover up her everyone was yet. pretty mediocre the, yeah, I feel like the violinist was probably actually pretty good. She just you just didn't see it. Yeah, because it, that wouldn't have suited the music. Yeah, yeah. But they, yeah, they. This everyone in this band was shockingly mediocre, and everyone there was Loved digging it. it. They yeah. were so psyched. They, you know, they were having a great time. Yeah. So you know, again, like I always say, music business is a business whose product happens to be music. Yeah. Well, that's what the the kids are listening to these days. So. Uh... There you go. I, you know, at least it's a band. I mean, it's the, an actual band where everybody played an instrument and, you know, there were no, like, backing tracks or anything. So, technically, they got one up on a lot of, on some metal bands at this point with that. A lot of dudes I went to school with. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of people using backing tracks. So, yeah, um, <laughs> once again, I forgot to actually, you know set a timer so i could keep track of how long but that's it's okay you it's just probably been the appropriate amount of time it, you just let it flow man right. because uh so we covered both those shows we went to uh we're gonna go see cleric tonight and tomorrow night yeah so there, how many yeah how many did they do in like a whole week or what was so the... they have a residency at the stone for those of you who don't know the stone is john zorn's venue in new york city it's at second street and avenue c they play a lot of if you are unfamiliar with john zorn um, uh, you, you can't go to it by the way because by the time i post this it will be long over but but <laughs> but if you tried to you can still look up cleric right write us about how you tried to go and how disappointed <laughs> you are matt what's the hate oh, mail oh, that's address right. i forget uh, you know and please as always direct all inquiries and hate mail to hate mail at your music is and uh if I'm not going to spell it out because if you have trouble with which male or which your, then it's cool. I don't need to hear from you anyway. That's a good point. It's a, it's a filtering mechanism. If you want to complain about how I just insulted people, 
with bad spelling, then send that to hate mail at yourmusicisbad.com. And forward everyone else's mail. Yeah. Uh, so, so John Zorn is a avant-garde musician, and this is his space, and lots of weird stuff gets played there, and he does it sort of more in the like art house or new music way where uh, there are residencies. So Cleric has had a residency all week. Um, I have not gone to the other shows because the format for them has been like duos there uh, and they've been playing other stuff and one that didn't sound terribly exciting like um, and, I've, and I've had stuff to do because it's, it's New York and when you live here and you work here you're you're busy if I had nothing to do you know I probably would have gone but uh, but tonight they're playing uh, their album regressions in its entirety which should be amazing and then tomorrow they're playing the new album, which I believe is called Retrocausal. But don't quote me on that, because I might be wrong. But they're playing, so they're playing the new album in its entirety tomorrow. So we're going to both these shows. Uh, my expectation is they're going to be super amazing, because, like I said, is uh, probably the best touring band right now, and I would say Cleric is number two. The thing that I'm wary about is I've been to The Stone before. Admittedly, I haven't been in a long time, because, um, you know, for those of you who don't know... Uh, I left New York, and I, I just moved back a couple months ago. And when I've been to the Stone before, there's not there's, it's not like a bar, right? It, or it's it's not like or it's not like a, you know any of these other places. Not like Music Hall of Williamsburg. There's not an elevated stage and then a floor that's kind of sticky. It it's a room, and there's folding chairs. So if you've ever been to a Meshuggah show. Right. Imagine if you were asked to do that sitting in a chair, you know, like like I'm like th this could be. I don't know what I'm going to do if they ask me to sit down. I don't know. what I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, because that's not really I mean, this stuff is intense. These yeah. guys are intense. This should be awesome as long as I'm not sitting down in a folding chair. But again, I haven't been there in a long time, so maybe it's different now. Yeah, maybe they'll they realize because this band's so briv that like. You know, no chairs allowed. I, I, I don't know. But uh, we'll see. May, it could go either way. And uh, maybe we'll have to do a review of it <laughs> if it really, really goes yeah. unfortunately. I mean, we can do a, a positive review. It just won't take as long, I think. And I think it'll be less hilarious. I don't well, think yeah, anyone yeah. cares no. about us geeking out. No, right. It's funnier. There's, there's, well, there's going to be a, uh, there's always going to be a little bit because I want to always keep the balance of like. By the way, I like a lot of music too. Like, I'm actually really pretty into music. Yeah, it's, people used to ask, like hate everything. You know, this, like this guy I went to grad school with. I, I saw him last year, and he was like, "Yeah, I mean, like you were always pretty critical of stuff." He's like, there is there is there music you like? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. "Yes, there's yeah. a ton. Yeah. It's just not." And I was like, here, let's listen to Scrabbit. And he's like, this is amazing. Thank you for showing me this. Yeah. And I'm like, you're welcome. Yeah. Thank you well, for asking. Uh, I, I recently, uh, on a podcast, heard the perfect justification. And this was possibly like the final, like, yeah, I should make a podcast where I'm just the snobbiest music snob I could ever snob. And it was, I think it was Dan Harmon, but I think it was on Pete Holmes' podcast. Um, and he said that, like, the thing about the music snob and why he doesn't want to hate too hard on the music snob is that, like, okay, so maybe that dude is, like, annoying and, like, way too into his opinions and shit, but he's the one who told you about that really awesome band you never would have heard about otherwise. And, you know, like, when I got all my roommates in college into Pain of Salvation somehow, I mean, it took a few years, but eventually they, like, 
I got four dudes who were not into any prog when I met them, and then all of a sudden they're like, yo, you got that new Pain of Salvation? Let's hear that shit. You know what's funny? When I first heard that band, I didn't like them. Really? And it, right, because, well, I didn't, I didn't either. Well, really. it was, yeah. I heard it, and I was like, I don't really like this, but there was something about it where I was like, I need to keep listening to this. Something made me keep listening to it, and then eventually I was like, this is the greatest stuff ever. But I remember the first few times I spun it, I wasn't really, I was like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was kind of the same way. In fact, I had like a, I tried once and then was like, eh. And then a while later, uh, my friend Chris, uh, who we both know from the Prague Power Festival, uh, he was like, "No, really, you should seriously listen to them." And I was like, oh, "I'll try one more time." And then that time it worked. But we won't get into the whole thing because you're right; it, it will be far less entertaining if we just geek out about like shit. Like that bit. I'm like gonna come everyone up with, right. Just no, that wasn't. Out. Yeah. Well, it's. We, I mean, we should have probably stopped anyway by now. But whatever. The magic of editing. I'm gonna. I'm gonna come up with some way to like formulate it so I can do a little bit of like geeking out, but then somehow flip it and make it okay and properly snobby. We, we can and make somebody hate me. We can have an interlude break, where where we just play something amazing well i was gonna make it no no, it was gonna be the like not shitty thing of the week right like one little thing that you can talk about for like five ten minutes tops about how good something is and then back to shitting on other shit right that sounds like a good good format i would scale down the five to ten minutes to like a minute like we, we stop and say by the way this is good you should listen to it all right back to how awful everything else is matt tell us how we should feel about this Thank you. Bad. <laughs> Very bad. All right. Well, well that's, that should do it for this one. Uh, see you next time. We'll probably talk about cleric or whatever.